How's it going this week? Good, Ange. How are you? Pretty good. Well, that means it's another episode of Money in the Bank, the, per- the podcast where we talk about all things related to personal finance and some funny stories about Brett's weird quirks, like semis passing semis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you ready for to air all of our dirty laundry and tell everybody how much money we spent in 2018? Uh, yeah, this is my favorite time of year. Mine too. I'm so glad you like it because I like put all this information together and then I'm like, all right, Brett date night we're gonna talk about how much money we spent but luckily we both like it i look more forward to the forecasting for next year but yeah okay well we we can talk about that a little bit too then all right um so let's just jump right in so first i guess your trivia question for the week because i let you off the hook 2019 we're not doing them anymore Um, that's what you said this is an easy one do you think we spent more or less money in 2018 than we did compared to 2017 uh, we moved across the country, and but we were doing a really, really good job of saving all year long. So I still think we came out ahead because our, our moving costs were pretty low. We did come out ahead to the tune of almost $5,000. Wow. Okay. So still pretty close, though. Yeah. All right. Well, but I don't know. $5,000 is a lot of money. <laughs> like, we were, what, saving, like, over $400 a month compared to the year before? That's true. Okay. Yeah. When That's you put, a when lot you put of like burgers. That. That's true. It could that could have been right. Could yeah. A lot of burgers survived. A lot of non-eaten burgers. Um, all right. So let's actually. I think it's most fitting then to start with our dining out and alcohol category. Mm-hmm. Um, so I merged the two together. So in 2017, this is the dates are going to comp- continue to throw me off this entire time. But in 2017, we spent about four thousand dollars on dining and going out to eat. Okay. Nope, not dining and going out to eat. Dining <laughs> out and alcohol. Um, and then in 2018, we spent about $2,200. So that was a huge cost reduction. 4000 to $2,200, is that what you said? Yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. So we just are cooking a lot more, I guess. We're cooking a lot more, and a huge thing is we stopped ordering drinks when we got to eat. We did that later in the year, though. I yeah. Mean, for most of the year, we were still like occasionally like, oh, yeah, no, a glass of wine would sound really good right now, or I'd get a cocktail or something. Or, or that umbrella table flew at you that one time, and we got that free uh, <laughs> bourbon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I almost died, but Brock got a free bourbon, so it was a fair exchange. Um, but I, I think, yeah, we did it later in the year, but we also... I think, you know, I don't know, maybe the year before we backloaded a lot of that. Um, And I know we kind of sought different entertainment. So the year before, we went to a lot of wineries on weekends. Like, that was kind of a fun thing for us to do. And this year, we joined a winery so that our tasting was, like, always free and it was closer to home. So I think Mm -hmm. that probably helped out a bit, too. Um, And I think just overall, we drank less. So even if we enjoyed that glass of wine when we went out to eat, we weren't buying as much um alcohol kind of in our home maybe you know we weren't like having that glass of wine every night with dinner it was like a treat that's true yep or we weren't getting more than one glass of something when we went out right 99 percent of the time yeah so um i guess we curbed our partying ways and um so yeah and another thing because it certainly didn't feel like we were like going out to eat any less than we were i mean not really the year before maybe a little bit Possibly um, a little bit, but I didn't, I mean, I didn't feel like we were like, oh man, we're never going out to eat. We like, were not depriving ourselves. And that's something else I want to um, maybe say up front here is like, I think that we live a super like nice, luxurious life. Like we're not like 
so cheap to the point that we never do anything. We still got to eat, obviously $2,200 is still a lot of money. We're still spending you know, almost $200 a month going out to eat. Um, and so that's something I kind of want to clarify when we, we are, you know, it's a little bit hard to put ourselves out there and say like everything we're spending money on. So feel free to judge us if you want to, that's totally cool. But keep in mind that we're not like trying to sit here being like, we're the most frugal people on earth. Like we could cut back way more and we choose to live this way because we enjoy doing these things, but we try to be smart about how we spend our money. And we intentionally try and aim in the direction year over year of like kind of stepping it back a little bit. Yep. Right? So we know what our numbers are now for this year. That's why this exercise is so important. So then we can use that information for next year and say like, I'm going to set a goal that we want to go out like a little bit less. right? Yep. And if that makes sense, if that's what we want to do, right? Like I felt like, hey, uh, I didn't feel like we were struggling to like eat because we were like always having to make dinner and it was a huge pain right and we never just like got pizza or whatever right um to on the side so now that we felt like it was a total normal thing to spend that amount of money we'll crank it back a little bit more right for this year yeah exactly so all right on to the next one so shopping now this is kind of like a catch-all category it's um and actually, so we actually saved, it was more than a $5,000 difference because some of this shopping, it was like us ordering stuff on Amazon for people who didn't have Amazon and then they would reimburse us. So our numbers <laughs> are a little bit skewed here. Um, so last year we spent like $2,200 on shopping, whether that was clothing or on Amazon or whatever. Um, and then this year we spent, the numbers say 3300 but I can actually tell you off the top of my head that I know about like 1600 of that was reimbursed. So... While the numbers are saying it went up, I actually do feel like it went down a little right. bit. Yeah, specifically, I think like half of that budget, half of that 1600 was like I ordered dog food for my parents because the best deal to get it, the specific dog food that they buy was on Amazon at the time. And they hate buying things online. They yeah. like putting credit cards into computers. Right? Well, so, and, you know, we get um, the perks of yeah, Prime. We, we have so Prime. while we still had that, it made sense for us to, like, share that service with them and just get reimbursed. So um, Mint, unfortunately, doesn't, like, flag that. So <laughs> I, I didn't pick out all of those Amazon items. But when we did the, num- you know, when we kind we of look, looked, we looked into back this number. the history of our um, Amazon purchases. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, when I showed this number to Brett, he was like, wait, 3300 Like, that's a ton of money. Yeah, I felt, I felt like I wasn't buying anything on Amazon yeah. this year. Like, I felt like I was doing a really good job of, like, restraining, you know, my impulses to, like, buy anything off of there that we, like, didn't absolutely need to have. And then she's like, oh, yeah, we spent more money. And I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Um. So I, I can actually speak on some of that. Some of it was Switch games because it was a cheaper deal to buy those on Amazon on for a while yep. to pre-order them. Um, I know we bought a new laptop for me because mine was like <laughs> six years old and it was actually It was making apart. like a screeching noise. Um, yeah. yeah, I really have a way with electronics. So my laptop was, I think, right around $700. Um, and then like we said, about 1600 of that was reimbursed. So by the time you take those out, it's like, you know, the normal stuff that we order on Amazon, um, like paper towel or whatever. Um, and then I, I actually also know we get... I, we got some camera stuff for like yeah. a wide mm-hmm. angle lens for our real estate stuff. So that was kind of a business expense, but I didn't break it all out. So it is what it is. Um, but that's kind of why that number went up, I guess. So, but but overall, we feel like that number is actually 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 decreased year over year for the actual. Yep. We just buy crap online, right? Yes, okay. and we're very and intentionally trying to buy less to the point that in 2019 we are going to try canceling our Prime account. So. Stay tuned for next year, because I bet this number is going to be, like, rock bottom low. <laughs> um, all right, so groceries are the next category. This is another one that went down, and I'm very proud of us. So 
last year, or yeah, last year it was almost $7,000 that we spent on groceries, which is a lot of money. Um, we really like food in case you can't tell, like every time we talk about food on the podcast, we're like, oh, we love to cook. Um, but in 2018, we got that down to 4,500. Okay. So 7,000, that included a whole pig and our yes. CSA and right our regular stuff. We yep. did we did a continue again to pay the CSA for this year. And we got a half a pig this year. We got a half a pig this year. And 15 chickens. Um, <laughs> and also, this is food for us. And it's also food for our dog because we homemade her food. Yeah, so for about three years now almost, I've been like, I created and curated my own nutritionally beneficial recipe for our dog. And she's been doing great on it and actually better on it than she does on a lot of different dry foods. And so we ended up switching, you know, her to that uh, quite a long time ago. So yeah. that it ends up being like not crazy expensive. Um, it's actually about a dollar a day or a little bit more than a dollar a day, somewhere between a dollar and a dollar fifty a day to feed her like homemade dog food, um, fresh made dog food with real ingredients. And she, uh, right. That, that's just added into our grocery bill. So, right. So There's about another that. like $400 or and, $500 worth of food. Um, we bought a lot in bulk the last two years that we still have. So I would actually expect this number to go down for 2019 because like I have 50 pounds of oats to eat. Right. Oats, peanuts, uh, beans, beans rice. A wh- half yeah. a pig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We we'll still have a dozen well, chickens we just left. Got, we, we had a half a pig still from our first pig and then we got another half a pig. So we still probably have about a whole pig yeah. in our freezer. So we still have a lot of food to yeah. eat. So I think this will continue to go down. If it doesn't, it would be crazy. So we need to like really police ourselves for next year if we're like not punishing ourselves for eating the food that we have available to us right now. Um, And I would say the other thing for both dining out and groceries is because food is our thing, we like to have people over for dinners or we like to take people out to dinner. So the reason our numbers are a little bit high is because I would say that also is kind of, we don't actually have an entertainment budget on here. And I would say that is kind of our form of entertainment. So like our, you know, way of having like a date night is to go out to eat or our way of like Um, You know, we had some friends that got engaged and we were like, oh, come over and we'll make you dinner. Um, And for your dad's birthday, we bought him like a $80 piece of meat. $100 (laughs) prime rib, yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of like our way of like celebrating, I guess. So for holidays, we always go a little bit crazy with the food. Um, So I would say like we could definitely cut this down. This includes like a lot of excess because that's what we like to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right, the next one is medical. So this includes like... We have high deductible plans, so this includes kind of any out-of-pocket expenses we have to pay as well as our monthly premiums. Um, So in 2017, we were at $2,800, and then this year we were at $2,500. So it went down a little bit. Um, That's literally just due to us not... I didn't, like, burn my hand this year. (laughs) That's right, yeah. um, Didn't have to go to the urgent care. Life goals, yeah, don't. Don't spill hot soup all over your body. Yeah. yeah so um, this does not include the money that we save in our HSA, which pays for all of this, uh, which is very nice. If you have a high deductible plan, you should definitely be saving in an HSA because this doesn't really come out of like our, I mean, I know it's our money, but like whenever I have to pay for something, like I know the money's there and I can pay for it and it's, you know. Yeah, Easy, so, so, so this is like dentist appointments that we've had the yep. portions that we had to pay for any doctor's appointments any, annual physicals all that um, anything we have to pay out of pocket and like I'm just in medically prone I guess so like I I still had like very recently a $400 medical bill for something and I had to get prescription medication right so this includes everything um, that we have to pay for that so yeah and 
none of this had to do with like us getting like the flu or anything, right? Like we don't, none of this is like going to the doctor for like a antibiotic or anything like that. This is no. all like dermatology or any, any like specialization stuff Yes, is all what makes up our number here. Yep. So again, this can vary a lot for um, different people and depending on the medical plan you're on. But I always think it's interesting to share our number because we are on a high deductible plan. And I think a lot of people are scared of them and think that their expenses will be like through the roof because there's all these horror stories about how expensive doctor visits are. So obviously nothing like crazy, crazy happened to us. But for like two years with me literally getting a second degree burn on my hand and, you know, different different stuff coming up, um, we were right around 25 hundred to three thousand dollars both years including our premiums that we have to pay every month so you know obviously this wasn't me like chopping my arm off or having to like get rushed to the hospital for something that is what gets really expensive Um, but just for a normal year that's you know this is maybe a number you could kind of expect but everyone's will be different i'm sure and ours is probably a little bit higher i mean our dentist was pretty probably more expensive than most people's um the dermatology is something a lot of people don't even use at all right yeah so i mean take it but right. our premiums are really low so it kind of like balances it out for mm-hmm. us i guess um, so i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are in our ballpark or higher um <laughs> all right next we is donations so we actually upped the amount that we donate so um last year we donated 500 dollars, and this year we donated 1300 dollars Um, I don't really want to spend a lot on this topic because I feel weird talking about like something that we did for other people, but I think we've just made it very intentional that where we are spending money is not necessarily just on ourselves. We want to be like donating more. Right. I mean, we feel super guilty or, or, you know, not necessarily guilty, but just like feel bad if we, um, you know, we're saving so much money on a regular basis and like not doing anything for the community or the or the other people that we work with or are part of or organizations that we think are doing a really good thing so yep. um every year we try and carve out a little bit of you know our budget to like be a part of that and we realize it's really small still and we try and increase that you know year over year so yep. we, we have those conversations every year when we're going through these budget conversations also yep all right so on to the next one um in 2017 we spent eighteen thousand dollars on mortgage and rent and then this year we spent twenty two thousand dollars so this is obviously the biggest hunk of our budget by a mile and the reason it was so high this year is we moved to a new city we are paying two months of rent or Um, overlap. So we still have our old house, we have a new place, and we have to pay for both of them, as well as we had a huge security deposit, as well as like application fees and all that nonsense that we had. Man, let me tell you, moving to Orlando versus like anywhere in Michigan, like it is fee crazy when you're starting up a new place. Yeah. So I expect a lot on the front end. Yeah. So we, yeah, we actually, that was like, you know, this went up $4,300. So that was basically what it took to like get a security deposit and five weeks of rent. Yeah, it was like, we needed like a double security deposit yep. and like the move in fee for the building was astronomical. I think we talked about what these were before, but yeah. Yeah, it was very expensive. So that's why that went up. And we understand that's why that went up. And it's just a necessary evil because, right, food, shelter, and water are like the three basic human needs. So we have to live somewhere. Um, all right, moving on. This is one that I am very proud of. So even with moving across the country, our gas bill went down. Awesome. All so right. we went from 1500 for the year in 2017, which is still pretty low, I guess. Yeah, super um, low. To $900 last year in gas, and we moved across the country. Yeah, so in 2017, you had started biking to work yep. during that time frame? I biked to work 25% of the time in 2017. 
And in 2018, I bike to work 50% of the time. And then when we move here, move to Orlando, I walk to work 100% of the time. So that helped. And we sold my car, which was a gas guzzler. Yep. So that also helped. And yeah, great life going down to one car and I can walk everywhere. Um, and what's really cool about this is I remember like, you know, this is something we've been actively trying to reduce for years. But like, I remember there was a year that our gas and um, our gas for both of our vehicles was like, you know, $3,000. So the fact that we've gotten it to like a third of what it used to be is really cool to me. Awesome. Um, yeah. And actually, I, I see this number actually still reducing more, even though it's like not we're not really going to focus on this area anymore because it's already, you know, such a low piece in our budget. Um, but just naturally where we move to. Yeah. I mean, in, in this area, it's, it's not uncommon now for us to like not drive the car once a week. Yeah. Like, so less than one day a week on average we'll be driving. So this should almost drop to nothing. All right. So the next one is the gym, which has increased. Um, so last year we spent about $77 on the gym and this was mostly building out a home gym and like buying some more like a pull-up bar and, and stuff like that that we needed in our home gym. Um, and then this year we decided because we moved into a condo that we can't really set up a home gym in, it would not be very effective. We joined a gym and it was $1,100 for both of us to have an annual membership. So for yep. about 50 bucks a month, we both get to go to a gym now. Yeah, it was for like thir- yeah, it was thirteen months, so it'll go all the way through the end of twenty nineteen, right? Yep. And so we won't have any expenses related to that, or we don't expect to have any expenses related to that for next year at all. Right? Yeah, we just prepaid for that whole thing, so our expenses went up there. But you know, that's an area where we feel like it's important to continue working out and taking care of ourselves. So it's like worth you know, worth it to put a little bit money into your health, I guess. Hey, and Angela actually got me to start doing some form of exercise finally after what, seven years or eight years you've been trying to get me to do exercise. So, yeah. you know, I guess that thousand dollars was totally worth it for her. His ab has been killing it. <laughs> My one ab. I have one ab uh, <laughs> apparently every time I do a sit up. So, um, all right. So then the next category is home goods and moving expenses. So this is kind of like Anything that we bought to make our, you know, house nicer or apartment nicer or um, money that we spent at Home Depot, stuff like that. So in 2017, we spent $600 on stuff. Couldn't even tell you what it is anymore. And then this past year, this was $4,200. And like we've mentioned, we moved across the country. So that was... Drastic increase though, right? Yes. But not something that we expect to incur year over year. And does that include like we got more or we got different furniture when we moved here to fit kind of this space? Yep. So Um, that includes all of that furniture. It includes the moving expenses. It also includes uh, we flew down here to look at apartments. So it includes all the expenses of that weekend of like scoping out the new place and all the um, hotel stays on our way down as well. So it includes literally all of our moving expenses, all of the stuff that we bought to make this place feel like home um, or whatever. So it, right. it's well, all inclusive. Part, part of that was she hated the dining room chairs we've been like using for like eight years, right? Since we moved from Chicago, we've been dragging those pieces of junk that only cost like $20 around. $20 for four chairs. <laughs> it was a great deal. Uh, yeah. But they were stained and they were old and like two of them, the legs were crooked. So you rocked on them. 
And I just felt like we're adults. It is time for us to have. (laughs) And so we actually podcast like from our dining room now um, in the condo that we're in. And I was like, I don't want to like sit on these rickety chairs for the podcasts. Right. Or they were just like, they were just awful. We got our money's worth out of those 10 times over. So Angela earned her new chairs. Um, We physically can't mount like our TV anymore. So we had to end up getting some kind of a TV stand because we didn't own any kind of TV stand because we've never used one or needed one. Yeah. And so that was something we had to get around. And we got nightstands. We have nightstands now. Because the nightstands we had cost $10 each, and they were half the size of our bed. So, like, when you put something on it, you had to bend all the way over. And, like, yes, it was a good core workout, but... Again, we are adults, and it was time. Again, stuff we had from college, and like it was only like ten dollars, and had really gotten our money's worth yeah. out of it. So, you know, we're justifying those expenses with like, oh, it's nice to haves, but you know, we're totally fine with this number for for what it was. Yeah, because it's one time expenses, and now I get the joy of like nightstands that are tall for a lot of years, and I'm very but, excited about it. And it comes back to, we bought the right thing. Like we have, we got the chairs that we wanted for the dining room table, and then we're gonna have them again for just as long as we had those crappy ones. And right. the TV stand is great. It was a great storage solution. It was a triple purpose um, for why we bought it. Um, and same with the uh, the nightstands, right? We finally have like things that are actually nice, fitting a, a, a bill of things that we've used in every house that we've been in, every apartment that we've been in. Um, but never had good quality of any of that stuff. So we made the right choice and bought the right thing. Wasn't that expensive, um, right? We got the, we got good deals on all the stuff that we bought. That yep. was important also. And yeah, I guess to move across country, be able to fly down, pick an apartment, get all of the new furniture we needed, everything for $4,000. Like I'm not mad at that number. Some people spend twice that just to physically move their stuff somewhere. So mm-hmm. I still feel like we came out ahead. So yeah, definitely. I'm not upset. Um, All right, the next one is auto and life insurance, and that actually was about $2,300 for us both years. Um, We have gone through the process in prior years of renegotiating our auto insurance, but it was basically the same this year, and we couldn't get a better rate, so, you know, it just stayed the same, which we're fine, I guess, paying that amount of money for right and that number may change this year because now we have to reinsure with with, uh, Florida insurance and that or like Michigan's isn't great. Florida's is probably worse. Yeah. Uh, so it'll probably go up a little bit, but it helps yeah. that we only have one car. So. Yep, one car. Um, all right, moving on to travel. This was a huge money saver. We went from spending close to $12,000 on travel in 2017 to $3,000 on travel this year. Um, but we also, 2017 was a weird year for us because usually we do one big trip and that year we had our honeymoon falling in January. And then one of my best friends got married in August and she happens to live in Hungary. Um, so that was a little bit more expensive of a wedding trip than usual. And the other thing that really played into our travel in 2017 that made it as expensive is, uh, my grandpa was having health issues and we drove back and forth a lot to a city that was about... 600 miles away, um, which it's never cheap to go back and forth. And we made that trip like four times in two months. So we weren't mad at that number because, you know, we felt like it was very important to do those things, right? We wanted to see my friend get married and all of that stuff. And we wanted to go on a honeymoon, you know, everything like that. Um, So we just accepted it that year that it was a weird year that was going to be higher. And then this year we felt a lot more comfortable kind of coming back to our $3,000 travel budget. And that was, you know, we took like a two and a half week trip 
to New Orleans and Florida and everything like that. DC, we went to. For DC, a part of your we went to. Yeah. Um, I did a sister's trip, you know, to a lake and stuff, so it included that as well. Um, we did a weekend trip to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we still did a lot of traveling. We still went over to visit my grandma a bunch of times. Yep, a little bit more domestic this year, though. So. Yep. And more travel hacking happened. So when we were flying places or staying in hotels, a lot of times we had points for those days. So I will say a lot of this ended up being like food on vacation because we <laughs> like to eat. So yep. it's cool. Um, that's our entertainment budget right there. That's our entertainment budget, yeah. So again, this this could be cheaper. We could not travel at all, but we it brings us joy, so we keep doing it. Um, uti- so utilities and bills... This was one that I was like really excited to be like, pow, because like I've been focusing on this one and I was going to be like, look how amazing I am. I got this so low, um, but it's a little bit skewed. So I'll say the numbers and then I'll explain it. So in 2017, we spent 2200 annually for our utilities. And then this year we spent 1900 and you're like, okay, Angela, you're telling me to run around unplugging my you know, light switches for $300 a year. But it was, we moved to a new city that has like a $150 startup fee just to get your utilities turned on. Right. So like, come on, this is skewing my numbers. So that's enough. And then we had, you know, two bills here already, as well as, you know, the overlap bills at our Right, the utilities here, because we haven't been policing that stuff, even though the square footage of this place is a lot lower, we haven't been running any like air conditioning or heat or anything, right? Since we've been here. For some reason, we're still trying to define why our utilities are so high here. Half of it is the fees associated with the, just the utility company, right. uh, which are crazy. Um, so we can only get it down so low anymore. But we also just replaced today all of the bulbs in the apartment, which are all floodlights, thanks for whoever designed this place, um, with LED floodlights at least. So it's not like just consuming a ton of energy. Um, so hopefully that'll help. Uh, we, if not, we'll have to, you know, Angie's going to go unplug everything in the house again yeah. and figure out why, cool. what, what is using the energy. So hopefully yeah. we still have that kilowatt thing to test stuff out. Of course I wouldn't get rid of it. Um, and the other thing here is like, like we had to pay certain cancellation fees for like trash pickup removal for the last time and stuff like that. So because of the move, we had some extra expenses here. So I'm so, still proud that it's So lower. in comparison, though, do you remember what the last kind of like utility bill we had was going into like before we started disrupting everything in our schedule? It was under $100. Under $100 in... 85, we'll say. Like in November? October. October. Okay, yeah. So... In Michigan. So pretty pretty darn good stuff. Yep, so I was under $100 a month. So even though these numbers... And, and that was for our gas and electric. And then we were paying trash on top of that, which was like $7 a month. And water, which was like $20 a month. Um, for a house. For a house. So we were, you know, we were right around the $120, I'd say, a month um, for everything all-inclusive. And here we're kind of looking at probably $100 a month for everything all-inclusive. Um, which is, would make me very happy to see a number that low. And I'm very proud because, you know, the year before we were closer to 185 a month for everything. Mm-hmm. So we did kind of gain a lot of savings there. And regardless, I still think a $300 difference is pretty good, given that we are paying two sets of utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last category, the catch-all, is other. Now, just a little bit of what is this? It's we know what this is, but it's things that are like kind of painful to break out all these little line items. Um, so it might be, you know, coffee or 
you know, getting a one-off purchase or taking Stormy to the vet and all these little things that kind of add up, but I'm not going to bore you with sitting here for another 20 minutes going line by line of all these like miscellaneous $50 expenses. Um, and they do add up to be a lot. So our other in 2017 was $5,400. And then this year it was 4,400. So we chopped about a thousand off. Um, and, and everybody's going to have like a miscellaneous category yeah. of some kind, right? It's exactly. impossible to like put, try and box this up. You're going to spend too much time like boxing this up. It'll be yeah. too complicated. And like I said, for my own personal knowledge, I, I did break this down a little bit more. Um, we do toss like the gifts that we do in this budget as well. Um, so it, we kind of know what's in here, but yeah. So we did $1,000 left. And I, I, I say that's because we were being very, very intentional this year about what we were purchasing. Um, that was a big difference. And we actually stopped taking German class, which uh, we did the year before. So yeah. that, you know, that might be something that makes a comeback. Um, and something actually this year that I did though, because I didn't do the German class, I did, I got my like real estate class done. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, real we definitely, license. Yeah. yeah. So we definitely still like have hobbies and I guess this would be our entertainment. And so it's for all those miscellaneous things that you kind of want to do. And, you know, I still say this is kind of high, but again, this is all stuff that could get cut if we needed it to. But again, the important thing across all of these numbers is that we're, we're intentionally trying to trend some of this down. Um, you know, there's things that we definitely are intentionally spending money on, like our travel budget and food and things that we enjoy. We're not trying to like reduce that out of our lives, but we're trying to like be smart about all the things that we do purchase and get rid of the things that we don't care about, right? You know, so reducing miscellaneous that I can't even tell you what's in it or, um, you know, getting rid of the things that we bought for home goods throughout the year that we don't even remember what it was anymore, right? Making sure that those numbers continue to trend down um, over time are are what matter. Yep, and so um, kind of just like a, a thing here that I find kind of random is like over 40%, it was right about 40% of our entire annual spending was literally on mortgage and rent. So like... <laughs> You know, I think if if we're looking for areas to reduce, like that's just naturally going to come down because hopefully we won't be playing, paying two mortgages and rent for terribly long. Right. Um, so that's a big one. So is there anything on this list as we've gone through it that you're not happy with? About- so I think, I, yeah, I kind of want to go forward looking and talk about what we want to reduce more. So we actually want to kind of cut another $5,000 from our annual spending next year. So we cut about $5,000 from our spending last year, and we're hoping to be able to you know, do that year over year. Um, so the areas that we want to... Re- can't do it forever. If well, you, you we'll get, see. If you get to zero, then you become like a... a Hermit. Or... Yeah, some some don't exist anymore, basically. All right. Uh, So, but some areas that we want to reduce is we do want to reduce dining out a little bit more. But I think a big thing here is we did cut out um, getting alcohol going out to eat late in the year. So we kind of feel like we can probably go out to eat just as much, but just do that year round. Yeah, I mean, it came down to the decision of would I be happier with another cheeseburger or a bourbon? And me personally, I think I'd be happier with another cheeseburger. Yeah. So So we do that, and we've gone back to the model of we order an appetizer and an entree, Mm -hmm. and that saves us a lot of money on our bill as well. Yeah, that was the model that we we always used when we were dating in Chicago, and, uh, you know, we were both, like, on a lot lower incomes, and... There's nothing wrong with that model, so we're going to use it again. Yep. So we hope to get that down another four hundred dollars. 
Um, the shopping one, we want to reduce even more. Um, I chopped that one in about half, so to $1,700. And that's because we most of the $1,700, as we already mentioned, was like for my laptop, which is a one-time purchase for the next few years, and literally things that got reimbursed by other people. So this should be no problem. Um, we might not even spend that much. Groceries is another area we want to reduce because, as we mentioned, we have enough food here to survive a hur hurricane, which is good news for us because now we live in Florida. Um, but we we bought a whole pig, so we hope to spend $900 less on that. Um, medical, I kept the same because you never know what's going to happen with me when I'm very clumsy. Um, our other category, we want to take about another $1,000 off of that. Our donations, we actually do want to increase a little bit this year. Um, ratchet that up because we feel like we have the means to do more. So um, it's a nice thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> um, mortgage and rent, we actually think that that will increase a little bit just because we moved in at the end of November and our house is on the market. We don't know how long that's going to take to sell, but it's probably going to you know take a little bit of time. So we're going to be paying double for a bit. Right, and I mean, we are, we have a track record of trying to sell houses in Michigan at the worst possible time, right? Nobody buys houses in the winter. So, you know, it could be, yeah. could be spring before that sells anyway, so we fully expect it to be the case. Sweet, but even with that going up $5,000, we still think we can reduce our annual budget by 5000 mm -hmm. which really means, like, everything else is coming down ten, which is pretty sweet, um, to me at least. Gas, we, we talked about, we think we can reduce that more. Um, our gym membership, like we said, we paid in... 2018 but we paid 13 months so that'll not exist in 2019 which is really nice uh, home goods and moving we don't plan to move again which is good <laughs> um, but we do have a little bit here for home goods so we said maybe another $600 and that's because there's a few more things we want to get to make this place really feel like home like patio furniture and you know some miscellaneous stuff right. here and there. after all the years we've been bragging about having patio furniture in our living room like now we need patio furniture of course <laughs> that stuff would not have fit out here anyway so no it, it wouldn't have even fit out the door yeah, to get out there so um auto and life insurance we do think that will go up a little bit just because we moved to a more expensive auto state even though we never drive like we should get a discount for putting the fewest miles on our car ever um Travel, we kept that about the same. We are planning to do some trips this year. Um, I know, you know, we do have a lot of points with, with different stuff, so we might get away with doing it a little bit cheaper, but that's something that we always like to plan to do because we enjoy it. And then utilities and bills, I will get lower again um, <laughs> now that we're going to get settled. You know, we already replaced all of our light bulbs today, and then I got my kilowatt detector, so I'm going to find the leaks and fix them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. I, a lot of people I've talked to are like, oh, your bill is going to be so high in the summer with the air conditioner. And I'm like, we'll see. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we live in a building that, and we're not on the top floor. So, I mean, we're, we live in a, what was it, 13-story? 25. 25-story no, building, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're right in the middle of it. And right, if neighbors around us are using the air conditioning, we should probably, you know, be using some of theirs i'm gonna be that person that just like opens the door to the hallway and blows the fan in <laughs> no i won't i mean i'll i'll turn it on if i need to but we'll see so 
All right. Well, do you, do you have anything you want to add about goals that you're like personally trying to do or anything like that? Or did I cover everything? I think we covered everything forward looking. So uh, I'm really excited for reducing most of these categories um, and, and trying to, you know, tighten things a little bit more. Again, I don't feel like we were like killing ourselves last year to reach any of the goals that we had. And we accomplished basically all the goals that we were shooting for. Well, so it's kind of a cool story, so maybe I'll share it, even though it... Warning, I'm totally going to start bragging, so if that's not your thing, just end the podcast now. But we actually set a savings goal last year, and then we started saving money, and we just... Like, saving money is truly addicting, so we kept, like, cutting our expenses more, and then we decided to do double our savings goal, and then we still hit it early in the year. Now, part of that was we sold my car, so all of that money just got saved, that was like a huge boost, right? Like, right. That most people don't just have like a car's worth of saving injection into their goal. Um, but, you know, that was like a decision we made and we got to like see the benefits of that immediately and then like reach a much higher goal than we had before. So that was very exciting for us. And it really like set us up to be like, yeah, like now we want to crush 2019 as well. Right. So now, yeah, we're riding that runner's high of like, yeah, we we, <laughs> we hit our targets and now we can do anything, right? Uh, us against the world. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. We have more, it's a more aggressive savings goal for this year. Um, but, right, it, you know, we think we can still do it. Um, this, that'll make it a little bit tighter for us, but. It'll make it a lot tighter, but we hopefully are going to be saving a lot of money by, you know, not going out to eat quite as much and not buying as many groceries. And at some point it's going to get too tight and we're going to back off of it, but then we know we're in the right spot. Yeah, exactly. It's like braces, which I've made this analogy before, but it's like every time you go and get a wire, it's a little bit thicker until you like finally get to the point where your teeth are straight and then you can switch to the retainer where you just maintain it. Right. So at some point we're going to be like, okay, that wire was like a little too tight and we can back <laughs> off and then we're going to pop our retainer in and this is where we're going to like chill. Right. My teeth are too straight. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're getting way over straightened. Well, maybe instead of being straight, they like the, the wire is so tight that it makes them crooked again. So yeah, you got to, you got to back off balance. and then pop in the retainer. So, um, we're just trying to find our balance. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, um, we'll keep making these cause I guess people like listening to him and, Thank you for all of our listeners. We enjoy hearing from you. Oh, and one thing I did want to mention, one of the reasons our other category went down is because I switched to Google Fi. Um, I don't do a lot of promotion on this podcast, but I did um, put my referral link on our website. If you go to moneyinthebankpodcast.com and you click recommendations, I have all sorts of fun links on there of stuff that I nerd out over all the time, like Mint and Personal Capital. Um, It's literally, we only put things on there that we genuinely use and love. Um, but one of the things I put on there is my referral code for Google Fi. So if you're thinking about wanting to save money on your phone bill in 2019, I encourage you to check out Google Fi. I've been on it for a few months now and I have absolutely zero complaints. And I actually really like how low my bill has been. I don't use a ton of data. So my phone bill has been less than $30 on multiple occasions already, which is pretty sweet. Um, so if you are interested in that, you can hop onto our website, you get $20 and I get $20. So I'd appreciate it. And you also get a sweet phone bill like me. (laughs) So 
All right. Awesome. Uh, thanks, everybody. Hope you had a twenty great twenty eighteen and hit your saving goals as well. If you want to let us know, um, you know, if you were on target, if you had goals last year, if you're interested in setting goals for this year and want some like help or want to make decisions, or you want just want to brag about you know what you're shooting targets for or what you're trying to do, we'd love to hear from you as well. Yeah, so, you know, I've actually had several listeners email me over the year and be, be like, "I paid off my student loans," and like. That is so cool when I get those emails. Like, it makes me so happy to be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, you did this. Because I feel like it's this taboo thing in society where we pay off, like, our student loans or our car or our mortgage or whatever, and then, like, you can't talk about it. So you can email me um, and tell me about it. I'd love to hear it. And furthermore, if you are, like, just starting your journey and this is all, like, a goal for you in the future, but you're not there yet, and you just want, like, an accountability buddy, like, I would be totally cool with setting up a group to, like, email once a week a newsletter or something and just be like, how's everyone, you know, doing? Are you staying on your um, track for your goals? Like, if that would help you, let me know, and I will I will be your accountability buddy. Right, or <laughs> something in this 21st century that is an email. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so I will talk to my tech support and figure out something better <laughs> than email, but I don't see anything wrong. I will, uh, you know, actually, I'll be your pen pal. I will manually <laughs> write a letter to you. Um, right. Cause people like that, but, um, yeah. So anyways, email us about your 2018 spending if you want to, and what you did well or what you want to improve on or any goals that you have. And we, we think it's really cool to hear about that stuff. So, yeah, we really appreciate the stuff that has been in send in so far. We'd love to hear more of it. Um, so yeah, except the corrections. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I, I actually think I, I, I really appreciate people taking the time to correct me because I know that, you know, we record these and we're always kind of talking fast and trying to cover as much as we can. So when we don't get stuff right, we do want to hear that too. So right. any we, feedback, we, we definitely want to not put out any kind of like misinformation that puts people down the wrong path. So please, yeah, if you if you hear anything and, and we don't fix it before, you know, you you send us a note and let us know that something's wrong. Um, yeah, we, we really appreciate that also. All right, well, we rambled long enough, so thank you for tuning in to this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Money in the Bank. Make sure to subscribe to us on the iTunes or Stitcher app so that you get weekly alerts every time we post a podcast. Or if you want, you can visit my website, moneyinthebankpodcast.com. And if you want to reach out with any questions or further comments, please email me at angie at moneyinthebankpodcast.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Money in the Bank.